evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We're going to talk about first times in terms of films. Just briefly, I want to draw upon this. I promise you, this is going to be continuous. I remember the first time I watched The Goonies and thought this is probably one of the greatest films I've seen at 10 years old. Because it had been out a while. It had been out since 1985. I didn't watch it until 1990. I remember watching it very vividly. And gravitating toward it as a 10 year old. And I remember the first time I watched Inglorious Bastards. Talk about jumping 10 years. Almost 10 years. 2009. December night. Watching Inglorious Bastards. And just, even though other people I knew didn't particularly like it, I thought that's that's probably one of the greatest things Quentin Tarantino's ever done. There's moments like that. It's like the first time I saw Kill Bill. I saw it in the theater with my cousin, and I said out loud, that is probably the greatest thing, again, Tarantino's done. And the guy said, you're not kidding. And then we saw the second one. I love how people are like, well, the first one's better than the second one. Well, it's basically one film cut in two. That's really what Kill Bill is. The masterpiece that it is. You know, when you see certain films for the first time, and they, and they stay with you. Certain films that are evocative. I remember the first time I watched The French Connection. And I'd always heard about the car chase. I'd also watched it because I knew that William Friedkin had directed The French Connection and then did The Exorcist. And William Friedkin was about extremes. You think about French Connection, Gene Hackman. And he has said this, Gene Hackman, you know, didn't like saying the N-word and didn't like beating people up. And he, he did... And freaking hit him. And then he slapped him. And then freaking did it again in The Exorcist. That priest couldn't emote because he had to give the last rites. So he smacked him. The first time I saw The Exorcist, I was just like, What an excellent day for a film. (laughs) I really did. But see, other people that I knew had watched it from a Catholic standpoint. Okay. And I was not... I was baptized Catholic, but I wasn't a practicing Catholic. I was aware of it. And other people would react differently if they were religious. And as someone who had... I didn't read the Bible until I was in college because I think I took a study of Western religions... And, you know, you had, I had, I think, a youth Bible. (laughs) We didn't really talk about that growing up. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. It was not required reading. And thus it gave us a sense of freedom. (sighs) There are certain films, though, when you see them the first time, you don't forget them. First time I ever watched The Pianist, which is such a tough film to watch. 
It was in 2003. Iraq, Afghanistan was going on. So it was in the air. It's a powerful film. I've only been able to watch that film three times. Maybe three or two. Like it will come on and I try not to watch it. The one film that I have only watched once and I will have to watch it again one day. Because it was so powerful. It was... We watched it in school, in high school, and that was Schindler's List. Schindler's List, I remember watching it and just being speechless. But then I also remember the kids next to me in high school laughing when someone gets shot and and basically flips because of the power of the gun. Sad. That their reaction is like that. And they were laughing too. So that's what I remember unfortunately. Another one. It took me years to watch Casablanca. Because the teacher I had in high school. Talked over it. That always bothered me. If Lauren Bacall had talked over it. Which she did in like a profile on Bogart. I would have listened a little more. (laughs) That's the beauty of these films. The first time. Sade said it best. It's never as good as the first time. The second time is almost what it seems. With films, it's different. Certain films, you have to watch it again. A lot of Stanley Kubrick films, you have to watch them again. Sometimes. Or his good friend Steven Spielberg said it's like an escalator ride. Because Stanley Kubrick pulled all the stops. It was a, a house of horrors. It was a circus. You got Doctor Strange Love, Clockwork Orange, Lolita, Path to, Glo- or Paths to Glory, uh, Space Odyssey 2001, Barry Lyndon, which I've never really watched. Full Metal Jacket, I remember watching in college because we were doing a report on the Vietnam War. Eyes Wide Shut, I've seen pieces of it. Films. The first time. About a year ago, on March 13th, 2020, for the first time I watched The Seventh Seal. A film that changed my life. My perception of film. Directed by Mr. Igmar Bergman, starring Max von Sydow, who had died about a few weeks prior to all of that. And I remember the first time watching it. At first, I was kind of like, okay. And then, throughout the film, but the beginning of the film was so breathtaking. And I understood this is truly the visual medium of film. This is... This is... Pierre Resistance. And then I wanted to find out more about the film. The, his other films I've seen, like I've said, bits and pieces. I've seen bits and pieces of Autumn Sonata. Because that legendary pairing with uh, Ingrid Bergman and his muse, Liv Ullman, one of his muses. He had a lot of muses, Mr. Igmar Bergman. And so the first time of these films, you remember them. A film that I really 
loved. I remember I watched the trailer in 2004, and then I watched the film when it came out to rent in 2004 of July. And that was The Dreamers, directed by Bernardo Bettolucci. Such a beautiful film. Such a controversial film. By, well, in the U.S. it's controversial, but I, I think of it from a European standpoint. It's not controversial. It's just about sex. Sex and film and coming of age in France in 1968. Beautiful film. The first time I saw it, I had to pause it and eat. I remember we were having lunch. I left the film. Then I went back into my darkened room and I watched it again. Then I watched it again. And then I watched it again. And then I bought it. There was the R version and there was the NC-17 version, motherfuckers. Some people are shocked by this film. Some people are delighted by it. Some people are like, what the fuck? I'll give you a taste of it. Something happens. <laughs> and they're wiping cum off of a, a picture of Marlena Dietrich. Yep. It's not glue. <laughs> Those are the first times. You tie it in with sex. The desire, the love of film, the love of French filmmakers like Jean, uh, Jean, or uh, uh, no, I almost said his name wrong. Godard, Godard. Um, yeah, it's an expression of film. And that's why I do this podcast is the love and expression of film. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>